Man, I made a mistake while I was refereeing volleyball this week. I realized it after the match was over. I was a little bit embarrassed about it. So let's think. What do you think I did at that point? What do you think you would have done at that point? And then what should we do? And most importantly, how does that relate to the classroom? Let's talk. All right, guys, it is October 23rd, 2022, Greg Collins Substitute Teacher's Lounge. Now, this is actually the first episode I've recorded since I've been back to our trip to Hawaii. I'm going to mention just a couple of quick things about that. The two previous episodes I recorded before I left, so that's the reason. It's been about a week ago since we got back, but probably the most unique thing that happened to us, we had... Part of our flight was a leg from Dallas to Los Angeles when we got on the plane. First of all, if you're an NFL football fan, there was Dak Prescott sitting on the front row of the plane. I noticed he was actually looking up. I don't know if he wanted people to recognize him or what it was, but he's actually injured until the day that you're listening to this podcast. I think it's going to be his first start of the year. So that was kind of cool. And then we proceeded to have a two-hour delay before we took off because there was a water leak in the plane that ended up being related to the coffee pot. When we landed, we had 10 minutes in L.A. to make our flight to Honolulu, and it just so happened that the plane to Honolulu was docked right next to ours, so we actually made it. So there was a fun trip. We went to Alani and it's a lot of investment of time with the airplane and everything, especially if you're an East Coast person. But I would encourage you, if it was something, I would go to it every year if it wasn't for that long flight. But regardless, we had a great time. I will also mention, a couple of weeks ago, our episode about Pass the Word, where we're talking about kind of playing Password in our classroom this past week was the first time I'd been back since I recorded that episode. First time I'd been back to the classroom, and I tried it in class, and it went over like crazy, man. They loved playing that game. I added a little incentive. We just had some small candy like Starburst and Suckers. You know, what I did, I, I had students take turns sitting in the front of class, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, go back and listen to that episode about Pass the Word just a few weeks back. I would set them in the front of the class. If they guessed it correctly, they got a piece of candy. The person who gave the clue, after which they answered it correctly, they got a piece of candy. So it worked out really good. It was a a lab class anyway, and most of them were all caught up, and the teacher had already told me I was free to do anything like that. So that was kind of fun. It works. I think it's probably held their attention more than any in-classroom game we've ever done. So... This week, the mistake I made on the volleyball court, you know, after I thought about it, I was a little bit embarrassed about it, and I probably, well, I wanted to be embarrassed about it because I think that's the way I learn. And I've made mistakes like that in the classroom, too. There was a time in my life, and maybe this is the time of your life you're in right now, and I hate to insult business people, and I don't mean to, but... Some of the people I used to work with when I was in the business field were so cutthroat 
that if you weren't careful, if you made a mistake, well, you kind of tried to cover up for it or hide it or get yourself in a situation where maybe you're not drawing attention to yourself, all that good stuff. I ask you to think about if you were a volleyball referee and you made a mistake and was embarrassed by it, what's the first thing you would do? i tell you what I did. I went over after the match, and I told the coach I missed that call. Now, granted, it was the winning coach. If I had made it against the losing coach, I probably wouldn't have gone up that quickly. Now, to be honest, the coach was very nice about it. I think the coach realized all along I either confused them or they realized it was a mistake by the referee. Let's just go on. It was something that I learned from, and I probably shouldn't be as embarrassed about I know people, I know other referees that have made the same mistake. Some referees that are the best in the state have told me that they've made that same mistake. And to be honest, if I wasn't so conscientious about learning and trying to push myself to do some things, I almost pushed myself too hard because I over-anticipated what I saw and made a call as a result of it. It really had, I had the correct server marked wrong. And because of that, I thought the players were what we refer to as out of rotation or not standing in the correct position they're supposed to be when the serve is made. I was wrong. I learned from that. One of my best friends, referees that has tried to teach me, I know I've witnessed him do it at least four times. It's something that you learn from, and I didn't think anything less of him, so why do I think people are thinking less of me because it happens? It's just something you pick yourself up, uh, you know, your bootstraps, and you move on. Let's talk about the classroom, though. After sulking about me making this mistake for a couple of days, I finally said, you know what? I can make a podcast episode out of this because we make mistakes in the classroom. We make it in front of teachers. We make it in front of students. So is your mindset one that you'll try your best to cover up that mistake? Or will you try your best to admit the mistake and go on from that? Here's the way I would encourage you to handle it now. I, again, I don't know why I keep bringing up my age every week. That's part of it. Once you're 64 years old, you've seen a lot. People will ask me, one referee once described me as the most laid back referee he'd ever met. And I'm thinking, man, you ought to see me 20 years ago. But maybe everybody settles down some when they're 60. I did some things in my 20s. As I'm looking back, I'm thinking, why in the world did I do that? I know I kind of misbehaved as a coach sometime. And then when me and another coach who did the same thing would go back later in life and happen to be in the area and we'd go back and watch some of those games with new coaches and they were acting that way, we were thinking, why in the world did we act that way? That looks so stupid. But, you know, I've grown from that. And I've developed a conscience. That's probably why I felt so terrible after making this call that cost the team a point. So I'll grow from that. It's because I'm conscientious and I'm trying to learn. There's probably a few referees out there that don't want to learn anymore. They would have never made this call, but 
there's a lot of calls they would have never made. I at least will give myself credit for thinking, well, I looked at the situation. I looked at it wrong, but I looked at the situation and called what my perception was that was out there. So now let's come back to the classroom. You know, I'm a math guy. Let's use math as an example first. Here's the way I would look at it. Let's say, now, now math is very easy to look at something this way. If you were teaching a philosophy class, it's hard to nail down something specific because it's that person's philosophy. With math, it's just the opposite. You either know it or you don't. The, the thing in math class that concerns me most here lately is the way I was taught to do math back in the 70s, it's different today. You do it differently. We didn't have to show as much of our work. Some of us that had an aptitude for math, we could do it in our head and just write down the answer. Well, you know, teachers don't want you to do that anymore. They want you to show your work to make sure that you understand. So let me give you this situation, and I'm not going to tell you whether it's true or whether it's not true. But let's lay it out. In fact, this true story just popped into my head. So let me tell you this one first, then I'll, I'll tell you my situation. I remember this was the seventh grade because I remember it was this new teacher's first year. He took a math class, even though math was only his minor. He, he's teaching a math class. History was his major, but he really just wanted to be at the school to be a basketball coach. Okay, so he gave us probably two weeks worth of notes, and they were all wrong. What do you think he did? He not only didn't cover up, he laughed about it. He came in, all right, guys, here's what we're going to do. Look at your first five pages of notes and put a big X in front of them. Apparently, he had he was so caught up in coaching the basketball team that he was giving us notes from memory, and then when he went back to the textbook, he realized enough of it was going to lead us astray that he wanted to start from scratch. Now, let's take this to something I've done, or maybe it's something I'm just saying that could come up. If I'm in math class and some of the kids need help, and I lay out for them what I feel is the correct answer, and then you know, maybe I'm even overconfident. Maybe I think this is correct. And then I find out later it's wrong. Well, do I try to cover it up? Do I hope that that class never has me again so that I don't have to admit it? Do I refuse to substitute teacher for that teacher again because you don't want to confess that you made a mistake in class and that you might have led some of the kids astray? I hope if your answer is yes, that you'll work on it, that you'll grow out of that. Here is the best way to be for all concerned. Here's the best way to be to keep you on the top of those substitute teachers list and to give those students confidence that you told them the correct, th correct thing. There's lots of testing systems or mass systems that are available to students now. If I'm sitting right next to them and telling them how to build, how to given uh, you know what how to get to their answer and then it ends up being wrong, 
Sometimes it's wrong because it's not formatted correctly. Sometimes it's wrong because I forgot that they wanted it as a fraction instead of a decimal. I could say, I don't know why that's wrong, rather than admit the mistake I made. But I want those kids to learn. So here's what you need to do. Think about the mistakes that you've made. And maybe more importantly, think about not the mistakes you're going to make. You don't know what they are yet. Think about right now how you're going to handle your future mistakes. Maybe the teacher had told you something about a specific student and you forgot to give them those instructions and then you knew they had a potential for getting a bad grade, what would you do? Would you just forget about it? Would you be too embarrassed that you would not go back to that teacher and say, listen, I led Tommy astray. He might, he might get a bad grade because of what I forgot to tell him. Or would you fess up? Here's what I would think. I would think that most teachers, I'm sure there's exceptions all over the place, but I'm sure that most teachers would respect substitute teachers that text them if you've got that information and say, listen, I forgot to give Tommy this information or listen. I, I gave Susie some instructions that later on as I was thinking about it, I know that I gave them the wrong information. I wanted to let you know that so that you could correct her. I know she's a great student. I want her to do really well as she progresses in your class. Man, I'm telling you, teachers love to hear that. So if you make a mistake in front of students that you know you really need to correct at that time rather than not correcting it and just bailing on them till the next time you see them, go ahead and tell them. They're going to think that's cool. You know, if you just say, hey, guys, listen, I realize I've told you something that was wrong. It was stuck in my memory that way, but it is incorrect. Let's go back to that section. Let me walk you through it. And now it's a learning process for both you guys and me because I'll realize the next time where I need to go with this. Sometimes I'll tell the first period, you're always the guinea pigs because I learned some things from you in the first period that I don't make those mistakes in this the next periods because I've learned them from you. So you're kind of a training ground. So when you make mistakes in a classroom, Admit up to them. Don't cover them up. Grow together with those students. They'll think you're kind of cool for doing that. Definitely don't get mad if they bring it up that, are you sure this is right, Mr. Collins? Say to them, you know, you're right. I didn't look far enough. I didn't remember that correctly. You're right. Not only are you right, do you mind sharing what you found out with the other students? They're going to love you for that. Same way if you make mistakes in front of teachers or I don't even have anything specific in mind, but I guess the bottom line is this. If you make mistakes in a classroom, it's going to affect the teacher too because all of a sudden their students are led astray by something that you did. Make sure you tell the students. Make sure you tell the teachers, I made a mistake here. Please correct that mistake, and I would love to be a substitute teacher again for you in the future. So 
bottom line is if you're sometimes you're going to make mistakes even in math class that you might be embarrassed about fess up to it to those kids fess up to the teacher doggone it volleyball referees fess up to the coach in the right circumstances the coach by the way that I went back and told after the match probably the coach maybe one of the coaches top five coaches that I talked to most so I knew she would take that for what it was worth. I felt better by telling her, and doggone it, I'm not going to do that again. I've already thought of some things I can put in place to keep that from happening. Do not cover up your mistakes, admit to them, and grow from them.